Today is the 10th day of March. Welcome to Psalmscast. I am Denise. Come on in. It's good to be here today as we continue our journey through the Psalms. I'm so glad you could take a moment of time to come and taste and see for yourself how good Father God is. He delights when we come into His presence. Just us, just as we are. Any time is a good time, and the beauty of having this amazing relationship is that we are never alone. Today we are journeying through Psalm 10, Psalm 40, Psalm 70, Psalm 100, and Psalm 130. We're reading from the English Standard Version of the Bible. At the end of today's podcast, for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, we're going to be going into the book of Titus, chapter 2, for a word of how we are to be living in such a time as this. Let's take a brief moment to invite the Lord to be the focus for this time. Father, we come humbly here into your presence, and we are seeking you. We desire to draw near to you for comfort, for assurance, to, to gain knowledge of how we are to live in this time. Generously pour into us your truth. Help us to unpack it in applications in our life. Lord, open our hearts and open our minds to you. Transform us. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 10, Why Do You Hide Yourself? Why, O Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hotly pursue the poor. Let them be caught in the schemes that they have devised. For the wicked boasts of the desires of his soul, and the one greedy for gain curses and renounces the Lord. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. His ways prosper at all times. Your judgments are on high, out of his sight. As for all his foes, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversary. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and inequity. He sits in ambush in the villages. In hiding places, he murders the innocent. His eyes stealthily watch for the helpless. He lurks in ambush like a lion in his thicket. He lurks that he may seize the poor. He seizes the poor when he draws him into his net. The helpless are crushed, sink down, and fall by his might. He says in his heart, God has forgotten He has hidden his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up your hand. Forget not the afflicted. Why does the wicked renounce God and say in his heart, You will not call to account? But you do see, for you note mischief and vexation, that you may take it into your hands. To you the helpless commits himself. You have been the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and evildoer. 
Call his wickedness to account till you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. O Lord, you hear the desires of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Psalm 40 My help and my deliverer, a psalm of David. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. In sacrifice and offering, you have not delighted, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the scroll of the book, it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. As for you, O Lord, You have not restrained your mercy from me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. For evils have encompassed me beyond number. My iniquities have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head. My heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those be put to shame and disappointed altogether who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who says to me, Aha, aha. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O my God. Psalm 70 O Lord, do not delay. Of David, for the memorial offering. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. 
O Lord, make haste to help me. Let them be put to shame and confusion who seek my life. Let them be turned back and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let them turn back because of their shame who say, Aha, aha. May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say evermore, God is great. But I am poor and needy. Hasten to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. Psalm 100 His steadfast love endures forever. A psalm for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 130. My soul waits for the Lord, a song of ascents. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my plea for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquity, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord, more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Some days it's easier to find things to rejoice in, and other days we can struggle to just put on a brave face for the world. There is only one place where I know I can be totally transparent and totally real, and that is before Yahweh, the Lord. He doesn't care that I'm a hot mess, that I don't have my act together. He's not a bully, and he's not an accuser. Yahweh sees my sin, and he knows I come because I need him to help me just to keep breathing. He knows I have come to him to confess the poison that I have swallowed, that instead of solely loving him as the Lord God, I have loved this life, the stuff that was happening in my life was my sole focus. I have delighted in fleshly pleasures and have chased dreams and become puffed up and proud of my own accomplishments, stuff that is not from Father. It's just so much rubbish. 
As I look at the world, I can see how desperately wicked our society has become. And I am ashamed to even align myself with being an American when our country, my tax dollars, goes to murder precious, innocent babies. That rips my heart. My heart's cry as I go through the Psalms is to draw near to Yahweh, Father God, to have him teach me and to lead me in doing his will. God is not only a way maker, God is the way. Jesus is the only way to the Father. Father, we thank you for your patience, your kindness, your gentleness, and we invite your Holy Spirit to speak to us how we need to be spoken to, which is different for each one of us. Speak into our stories. Speak into our life. Speak at those things that we keep holding on to that are poison. And we invite you to help us interpret our story. Show us where the narrow path is once again. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, a couple of prayer requests. Let's continue to pray for Carrie G. She's 34 weeks pregnant and has found out that she has preeclampsia. They have released her from the hospital and they put her on bed rest for the rest of her pregnancy or until the baby is 38 weeks along. So let's cover Carrie with prayer for calm and that her blood pressure stays normal and that the little one inside her would be cradled gently in the Lord's care, and that Carrie and her husband would see and experience the Lord in many mighty new waves through this experience. And also, the other person that I want to lift up in prayer is Craig's mom. Craig's dad was placed on palliative care last week, and He's gone home to be with Father, to be with Jesus. Um, But Craig's mom is struggling. So let's just keep her in our prayers and that the Lord will really minister to her all that he needs to minister to her at this time. So, yes, that's a huge praise God, (laughs) the Lord to be praised for his swift taking of Craig's dad from his broken earthly body and mind, he was taken into the presence of Jesus. Mr. Silvernail passed away while he was sleeping. So on a personal note, just a bit of an update. First, thank you so much for your prayers. I still take things step by step. There had been a day here and there where I experienced excitement and was able to dig a little deeper, but stuff still gets messed up and takes forever to accomplish the most mundane tasks. Each day I strive to find some silver lining, a blessing, a rainbow for which I can sing (laughs) or hum praises to the Lord. Therapy is officially underway, and some of that is done here at home through video, and some is in person. It's just trying to find a rhythm that works. 
some days the thoughts are a jumble. And those are the days where the enemy whispers, this podcast doesn't matter. Then, I love Yahweh. Then the Spirit speaks lovingly, encouraging me to just open the Word and speak the Psalms into the airwaves. This is such a paltry offering to the Lord, but I want everyone to know how incredibly awesome and powerful the living God is, and that He is inviting every single one of us into fellowship with Him. We matter. Not no matter how bowed down or how broken we are, our Father in Heaven, I like to call Him Daddy God or Yah, sees my tears and He hears my prayers. He meets me where I am at. And He puts His strong arm out to lift me up out of the mire. It is He who encourages me to keep the faith that Jesus is coming back that the wicked of the land will not have the final say. They will all be blown away forever. Only those who are humbly, reverently seeking and following the Lord in obedience will see His salvation. Now for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, at the very end today, the Apostle Paul had words of wisdom to Titus about what our roles were to be, and how we were to live before a world such as we live in today. So we're going to be in Titus chapter 2. If you're looking to make a connection, to ask questions, to request prayer, to request a Bible for yourself, if you're in the United States, I invite you to call or text. That number is 470-240-1509. Outside the United States, I recommend using WhatsApp. That number is 1-470-240-1509. You can also check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. I post a link to the podcast there every day. So in closing, I don't know who needs to hear this word again, but it bears repeating May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say evermore, God is great. But I am poor and needy. Hasten to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, Titus chapter 2. In life, there are seasons where we have to wait for something to happen. An example would be becoming a parent. There is most certainly a waiting period between the joining of the sperm and egg until that infant child emerges from the womb. Throughout God's word, the Father, Yahweh, made promises to those who are seeking to know and to be known by the living God. But rarely did what Yah, Daddy God, promise, poof, here you go. For some promises, there were years, 
and sometimes decades and generations before what God had promised happened. Yet Yah has always come through. We are currently in a waiting period. Jesus, Yeshua, ascended into heaven after rising from the dead. Jesus told his followers that he was going to the Father to prepare a place for us and that he would return for us. Does this get you excited? Honestly, in those pre-COVID days, I could get lost in just going and doing and not really focusing on the promise that our Redeemer is coming back. Life was good. It was predictable. And I went from here to there to over there. But COVID shook the paradigm and a lot of things were stripped away. Life is much more challenging on many levels and the stress levels are through the roof. There are so many voices coming at us demanding that we do X or Y to whatever end. So many things are getting whipped into a frenzy of shock and awe that our fight or flight bodily responses never calm down to zero. We stay in a state of readiness, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Every little choice, every decision we make can have implications on others. This is not the way the Lord designed us to live. We're supposed to be looking to God for how to live life right now, not following the ways of man. We are not even supposed to be looking to our men of faith that are walking around giving advice about how to live a good life. Men just get it wrong every single time. They're human. They pick and choose what works best for them. And this is why God's Word is such an important tool before you. God tells us how to live into the hard, into the lonely, and through the famines, through the wars. We see that a lot here in the Psalms. And yes, we are all fighting the battle of clinging to the Lord and of staying true to Him alone. Jesus said we cannot serve two masters. We will love one and hate the other. We need to choose well and to be actively doing, physically following what God has laid out here in the Bible. Those things that we have seen with our own eyes, which is why we each need a Bible. Someday, each one of us will stand before the Lord. He will proclaim a word over us. We will either be welcomed into his kingdom or we will be cast away from him forever. And I'm pretty sure that forever is a lot longer than our paltry human lifetime. So as I read this chapter, simply allow God's word to wash over you and through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to bring to your attention that that you need to understand and focus on today, to chew on. Remember, the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. Titus chapter 2. Teach sound doctrine. But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, 
sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to too much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Likewise, urge the young men to be self-controlled. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teachings show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. Bond servants are to be submissive to their own masters in everything. They are to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Declare these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you.